Okay, good to be back. So we are in Klal Gimel discussing the halachis of having a nachri, a non-Jew, do a malacha for you on Shabbos. So we know there's a pasuk that Chazal based their halacha on. The pasuk said, That malacha activity that, are, that is typically us on Shabbos cannot be done for me, even though it's being done by a non-Jew. However, the Chayadim says, well, it depends when you asked him to do it. If you didn't ask him on Shabbos, you asked him before Shabbos, or you didn't really ask him to do it for you on Shabbos, it might be mutter. However, I'm going to give you eight conditions. So, condition number one we went through was that it cannot be done in your house. Whatever's being done must be out of your house. And that was our example of bringing your car to the mechanic before Shabbos, the Mishnah, and Shabbos. Base Hillel's opinion, you're allowed to do it as long as you get it out of your house before Shabbos. The second rule, condition, was that it has to be cut out. You have to have a set price that this person knows he's going to get paid. There's either that there's either an industry standard of price or we have an agreement. I told him how much I'm going to pay him. He's confident he's going to get paid and therefore we consider it as if he, he himself is doing it for his own reasoning. Nothing to do with me anymore. I am totally separate from his activity on Shabbos. I don't care when he does it. I just need, to be, I just, I just need it to be done at some point. And now we're going to move on to the third class. So this, this is the third rule. It's found in Klal Gilma Halacha Dalid. And the Chayalim says, so we, we went through this a little bit in the previous Shurim, that there's a difference between a Shiryayim, which literally means someone who's hired for the day, versus Kablanas. Kablanas means to accept something. He accepts upon himself that he's going to do this job. So if you look at Chay Adam, he says, Uperish Kablanas, He's going to do this job for this amount of uh, uh, compensation, and that is called Kablanas. However, if you have someone that's a Shiryayim, he's not getting paid for the job, he's getting paid for the hour, so then it's Asr, so that wouldn't fit, even if you asked him to do Malacha for you, even if you, you hired him before Shabbos, and it's out of your house, you set a price, if I'm paying him by the hour, so that would be a problem, so that's what the Chayadim says here, and that's, that's the uh, third rule. So, just some background, why would there be a difference between the Shiryayim, uh, someone who's getting paid by the hour, versus a Kablan. A Kablan is someone who's getting paid for the job. So just think about it. Job versus time. Why would there be a difference? So just to bring out what we mentioned earlier is that when I pay someone by the hour, it's as if every single hour I'm managing him, telling him, work for me right now. So if I'm paying him from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, so we could see it as if I'm sitting there on top and I'm telling him, okay, do the work. Here's another hour. I'm going to pay you another hour. So one can view it as if I am asking him to do me to do malacha for me on Shabbos. Additionally, we said in the first year on this klal that one of the reasons for the iser of Amir Lenachri on Shabbos is that we say the shlichus lenachri lechomra, meaning ye shlichus lenachri lechomra, that the chachamim are machmer on Shabbos, that if I would send a nachri to do a malacha for me, it's as if shluchay shalavim kamaisai, that there's shlichos by a nachri. So when do we see, view it, perceive it as shlichos? When he's getting paid by the hour. Someone's getting paid for the job. So we could sort of divorce the job from the person who hired him. Meaning, I hired you to fix my suit. You're my tailor. And I don't care when you're doing it. It has nothing to do with the time. There's a timeline. Obviously, I want it back within a week or two. But I don't care when you're doing it. 
why, how? I just need it done. As opposed to someone gets paid by the hour, he sends in his hours of the week, he wants to get paid, reimbursed. There's a breakdown of how much time he spent, so that we definitely consider more as if he's your shliach. So that's the Chai Adam. He's quoting earlier Rishonim. And if you look at all the all the Achorinim, uh, when they discuss the halachis of Amir Lanachri and having a Nachri do Malacha for you on Shabbos, even if you didn't ask him to do it, he's doing Malacha for you. So then we differentiate between a Kablon and a Schir Yaim. So what would be uh, a clear example of what a Kablon is, what a Schir Yaim is? Then we'll mention another type of uh, relationship. So a Kablon is someone who is getting paid for the job. A tailor, your dry cleaner, all those uh, relationships where you're, get, you're paying a set price, that's called a Kablon. And typically, that, that's mutter. That's the example that we had in the Mishnayis, where you're giving your begadim to the Kaivis Nachri before Shabbos. So the truth is, most of the things when we have uh, people doing service for us, it's Bekablonus. They're accepting to do the job for us. They have a certain fee. Now, they might themselves decide how to bill based on how many hours they're going to put in, but that has nothing to do with, that has nothing to do with Shiriyah. I'm not hiring them for the day. They don't work for me. They are doing a job. They agreed, Makabel, committed to get a job done for me. And the truth is, we're going to open up, you know, throughout the, the, the next few Shurim to get into very practical cases. Some of them, some of the cases that come up for a typical homeowner would be a lawn mowing service or snow blowing, depending where you live, you know, during the winter. So they want to come on Shabbos. And everyone knows that it's Bikablonus. The guy doesn't charge you, oh, it took me 19 minutes, I'm charging you, uh, you know, the rate of $75 an hour. Typically, you have a monthly service, you pay them a couple hundred dollars a month, and they do the work for you. So that is, that's not going to be considered Shiriyam. There might be other issues we'll get to that it's in your house, it's it's b'mechobar uh, l'karka maybe on lawn mowing. But otherwise, that would be a great example of b'kablanus. So it's, if it's b'kablanus, it's out of your house, and you set a price, so far you're good to go. You fit the first three conditions. What is What do we consider a schir yaim? So a schir yaim is someone who's getting paid by the hour. So who gets paid by the hour? So... Sometimes you have an employee who has a set salary, but if they work overtime, they get paid by the hour. Now, this halacha applies even if I didn't tell them to do it. Meaning, someone takes their work home, and they're going to send me a bill. I'm their boss, and they're going to send in their hours for the week, and they're going to say, overtime, I worked Saturday for three hours overtime, so without getting into into the sugya in a deeper way, perhaps we could be mako, we'll discuss it in the, in the next shurim, but from from the surface... It looks like overtime is a schiriyam. I'm paying you by the hour. You work an extra three hours, so you get paid extra extra compensation, and that would be considered schiriyam. Another example is a cleaning lady. So for most people, unless you have a live-in maid, a live-in maid will get to when you hire them for the year, but your typical cleaning lady, she comes and she works for a few hours. You pay her, I don't know, depending where you live, $10 an hour, $30 an hour. They have different... Uh, High, you know, high class cleaning ladies. So you're paying them by the hour. They cannot do malacha for you on Shabbos, even if you didn't ask them to do it. If they decide they want to vacuum the basement, if they are getting paid by the hour, so that would be us. So when it comes to 
Schiria, and we are much more machmer. Additionally, this is not really our klal, but many times there are kulas involved when it comes to Amir Lanachri on Shabbos. For example, there's a heterim b'maka mitzvah. One could do Amir Lanachri if the Isser is only the Rabbanon. We're going to get to the concept of hefsib maruba. Someone's going to lose money. Someone's uh, freezer breaks and they have to have their food transported somewhere or perhaps have a nachri fixing it. So you have questions of hefsid. When it comes to a yayim, we're going to see that many of the Achorinim discussed that perhaps we should be more machmir by a yayim when it, even uh, even when we would typically be makel, for example, by hefsid. What about hinting? We're going to get to the the heterim of hinting to someone. Ayadei remiza. You don't say dumulacha for me. You hint, and that is a possible heter, but that only gets you out of shlichus or gets you out of vidabra davar. But if a, if a schir yom cannot do malacha for me, even if I didn't ask them to do it. So for sure, Ramiza hinting to them to do it, that's not mutter. So that is also something to consider. So I just wanted to use this as an introductory shear for the uh, breakdown between kablon, someone who accepted to do the job, and a schir yom, and someone who's getting paid by the hour. There's another... Uh, category which the Chayavim does not mention here, but if you look in the Mishabura in the beginning of Simon Reishmem Gimel, he brings this down. It's called an Aris. An Aris was your typical sharecropper, someone who worked on the farm and he worked in the fields and he got a percentage of the profits. So that is the best partnership because when he works, he's doing it for himself. And this is something that many of the Paiskim utilize when they make Shtaris for people. Let's say you own a nursing home and you're 24 7, you're providing care. So, how do you have your nursing home run on Shabbos? You have questions of schar Shabbos, earning money on Shabbos. You have questions of people are doing malacha for you on Shabbos. They're fixing things, they're writing on computers, taking notes, billing. There's a lot of things that go on in the nursing home. So, how are they allowed to do malacha for you on Shabbos? Many of them could be schiriyon, could be they're getting paid by the hour. So, one of the Heterim that that uh, the Paiskim utilize is the concept of Arisus, of having a top manager shear some of the profits of Shabbos or the like. That's a very uh, good Eitzah that people utilize. So, Mitzvah tomorrow perhaps we'll spend a few more uh, minutes discussing some of the the uh, categories of Sechir versus Kablon. It's just important to know when to ask Shilas because you know, there's a difference between asking, you know, your, your classic Shabbos guy, uh, you know, to do something for you. Let's say a person uh, needs something on on Shabbos or whatever. So you go, you go outside, you ask your neighbor who's not Jewish. That's your classic Shabbos guy. However, when you're dealing with someone who's a schir yoyim, it could be it's much more, much more machmir than to, let's say someone works for you, a cleaning lady. You have to really know, is that called a schir yoyim? If it's a schir yoyim, then many of the things that you could typically ask your Shabbos guy to do, you would... Be worse by asking your schiriyon, your uh, your cleaning lady, or your waiter, whatever whoever you're paying by the hour. So Mr. Shem will spend one more share on this, and we'll move on to the next halacha, which is klal, which is uh, which is the fourth rule the Chayadam sets out. So Mr. Shem will get to that tomorrow.